Hey folks, it's Matt here. Just jumping in real quick before we get into the episode proper. A couple of bits of business to handle. Uh, firstly, uh, a two-parter about the Patreon page. So, uh, in this episode and the episode previously when we launched it, we uh, said that for as little as a dollar, you too can support us on Patreon. That is not 100% true. Um, in fact, after saying that, I remembered why it was that we set the original minimum tier for reward at $2. Uh, because at $2, we actually see about a dollar's worth of of that money. Uh, at $1, it because of the way Patreon takes their cut, it really doesn't make as much of a dent. Uh, so for it to be $1 for us, unfortunately it has to be $2 uh, for you guys. So we apologize for, any, for misleading you. Uh, and, uh, we hope that doesn't, uh, discourage you from signing up. And it, so far it hasn't. Uh, in fact, nobody has taken the, the $2 reward tier or the $1 reward tier. So, huzzah! That's really, really awesome. Thanks so much for your support, guys. We really appreciate it. Uh, secondly, uh, uh, the host, who is me, made the on-the-fly decision to, uh, cold open this one. Uh, I think it for uh for our guest sapphire who was lovely it was uh it was the best way to kind of run this episode and i think it worked out pretty well uh so welcome to drink this podcast we're the edmonton based podcast where we celebrate good drinks and good conversation see there intro our guest sapphire you'll recognize her she's the only woman on the show also with me paul if you don't know paul's voice by now then you haven't been here very long also if you haven't been here very long welcome Thank you so much for listening. Did you know we have a Patreon? And now, without further ado, here's our conversation with our new friend, Sapphire. We hope you enjoy. Thanks so much for listening. No! I don't want to see undergrads with cell phones. Right? Thank you. Thank you! Yes! (laughs) You hear that, Shane? (laughs) You are now tuned in to drink this podcast. Matt and Paul G. Chatting top quality, you know they always got a free talk policy. Guests speak honestly, no apology. Full spectrum from politics to comedy. Please listen responsibly. A few brew in, chance of animosity. A couple more brew and the crew getting wobbly. No matter this, the park place a podcast monopoly. Drink this podcast. Arcadia started offering hot dogs and some people got pissed. Oh, yeah. My friend told me about that. Oh my god, they're pissed. Were yeah. they vegetarian only before that? Uh, they were, at vegan. one point they they're were vegan, vegan or, only. Yeah, no, they're, yeah, they were vegetarian because I think they had cheese they have real when cheese. I went So they, when they first started, they were like a full service vegan restaurant. But what like, about beer? Most beer is not vegan. Yeah, it is. I mean, it depends on how you feel beer, about yeast. Yeah, no, beer... Beer is fine. Um, most beer is fine. Guinness is not. Um, they are now. They changed that. Really? They stopped using icing glass about a year or two ago because they wanted to appeal to the vegan market. Oh, I thought they would just make a vegan one like uh, Bailey's. Well, so... You can get vegan Bailey's? Yeah. Almond Ooh. almond milk Bailey's. That's interesting. Uh, mm-hmm. Like, I hate dairy. I'm not a dairy guy oh, to begin with. I don't know with. how I want to yeah. sit. So stressed. It'll be fine. Just... It's- Sit comfortably. Yeah. Like, that is I know, the... but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be like this. Uh, I'm going to keep moving it. I'm going to get in trouble. I don't even know how to move. <laughs> as long as you're like sitting, as long as it's pointing directly at you, you're usually pretty good. Okay. I've been informed this is talking... Sapphire's first podcast guest spot ever. So, Oh, yeah. No. I've never been on a podcast, but my friend has one called Yegans. 
Yegans? Yegans. I, I don't think I've ever... That, it's it is, literally brand new. Okay, like, I was yeah. like, it's weird that there's an Edmonton podcast I haven't heard of. Oh, yeah. They were like brand, brand new. You can look them up. Uh, I don't even think that they're on like iTunes or anything like that. They just mm. post it on YouTube or and SoundCloud, I think. Mm. Um, but yeah, and uh, I don't know how many episodes they've had, like maybe four or five. But anyway, my friend Cody and his friend Cassidy do it. And... Uh, if they're brand I'm, new and they're already four or five in, they're way more prolific than we are. Yeah, they, I don't know. They've been working it. Like, they're doing it today. And mm-hmm. it was funny because I was like, oh, we're both going to do podcasts today. Like, podcasting. It's the thing to do now. Mm-hmm. And it's cool, yeah, because, like, the only podcast that I listened to for, like, three years, the only one I ever listened to was The Dollop, which is a funny American history story podcast. The and Dollop? The Dollop. It's so good. They just find, like, the weirdest fucking stories from American history that you've never heard of. Although one, they did one or two that I already knew. But, yeah, like, most of the things that are very obscure knowledge. Um, and one dude tells the story to the other dude. And the other dude, like, doesn't know anything coming in. Right. Like, he just comes in and gets told the story and reacts to it. And, <laughs> and they're really funny. They put out a book th- that I bought because, like, I loved them. But they were the only podcast I ever listened to. I didn't listen to anything up until 2015. And then I was introduced to that. And then it was only that until like this year, maybe late last year, that I started picking up like a few more. And now yeah. like I don't even listen to the dollop anymore. And I feel bad because like, I don't listen to podcasts a lot. Like I usually listen right. to them when I'm getting ready because I have to straighten my hair and like do all the stuff it takes forever. Right. And uh, so that's like the only time that I listen to what them. Other so it takes do you me. Listen to? Yeah, I'll, so oh, sorry. I, I, yeah, I was like, I am going to say it, but um, yeah, like, so it could take me like two or three days to listen to an entire podcast episode because right. I only so, listen to it when I'm getting ready. Right. Um, so now I don't listen to Dolp anymore because there's always like something new from another yeah, one that I'm like, so I'm like, right now I'm really into Duncan Trussell's family hour. Duncan Trussell is a friend of Joe Rogan. And Joe Rogan does his show yeah. and like, so... Um, and I listen to the Joe Rogan sometimes, like depending on who's on, because like, because like sometimes he has like people that I, I'm like I want to know what they have to say. Yeah. Or like I'll listen to one if it's another comedian, because like those ones are just like funny, because I think it's funny to hear just comedians talk. Have you ever but, heard of the uh, uh, Jerry Seinfeld's now Netflix series, Comedians in Cars Getting Coffee? Oh yeah, I haven't watched it though. Is uh, that really good? It can be, because like Jerry, the thing about that is that he only ever brings on people that he wants to talk to. But it's really obvious when he, when he's actually legitimately gelling with the guest and when he's not. Oh, okay. Because <coughs> there are times where like he'll do the like double over laughing thing, but it's really obvious that he's faking it. Oh, weird. And some of them get like super awkward, but then some of them they're like ten minutes longer than usual because they just like start trading stories about stand up like roots and yeah. clubs. Yeah, used to be really good at that. Mm. Was um, John Stewart. Yeah. Mm. Uh, John Stewart and Dennis Leary did some of the best interviews I've ever seen together because they used to live together. Like, oh, yeah. They were, mm. Like when they were young o- openers, they were, like lived in this comedy house together. So I once saw them on The Daily Show trade places and do each other. Um, that would have been funny. It's, it's brilliant if you can find it. And also, um, I miss the days when it used to be fun to think that Bill O'Reilly and John Stewart always had a good conversation. Because mm. uh, they did at one point. Uh, Bill O'Reilly and John Stewart, more so Bill O'Reilly and Stephen Colbert, because yeah. like they both understand the gimmick of the character, right? So they have they used to have really interesting conversations about how to like get the audience on your side. And, yeah. Uh, I always thought that one of the best underrated jokes on the original Colbert show was uh, that he always called him Papa Bear O'Reilly oh, and then bear, said that yeah. bears were the number one threat to America. <laughs> I never put that together oh, before. I, I was one, pretty early on. That was a, a very long-running thing where he's like, 
every episode there is something about yeah, like I remember the Bears thing, but I never. He put always called him Papa Bear O'Reilly because it was Fox News is yeah, the greatest yeah. threat to America. Yeah, I didn't. I never put that together. I it was subtle. Now. You it had to be subtle. looking for it, but. Do you like Joe Rogan's podcast? I know. As soon as I said that, you were like, "Uh," and I'm like, "Oh, he's one of those people that hates him." I do I hate Joe bad. Rogan so much. What a it's funny because I hate how come his you, comedy. You're a vegan. How come you like? I Joe know, Rogan? right? I, I was gonna come to that. So like, he hates. Um, or sorry, I hate his comedy. Like, I watch his stand up, and I'm like, it's not my thing. No. I'm like, it's kind of like bro humor, gross humor, yep. and I'm like. I don't like that. That's bad. Um, I don't agree with like a whole bunch of views. Like he like hates vegans. I'm like, what the fuck? Like every time he talks about it, I'm like, shut up. And he has people on that like are like, yeah, pro meat and stuff. And I I never listen to those. I'm like, oh, I don't care. Does he still have Jamie Kilstein on? And is Jamie Kilstein still a vegan? Oh, I don't know. I never knew that he was a vegan. But yeah, he he is. On that show still? He's just the guy that like, he's like, Jamie, pull that up. (laughs) I used to listen to a show he was on for a long time mm. and then it didn't go well it mm. didn't it didn't end well for him oh no oh yeah <laughs> uh he lost a record deal out of that um oh. oh yeah it was really bad well yeah um but yeah so like like i like joe rogan in the sense that like i like listening to his show i think he has really good rapport with people like when he has like other comedians on or like interesting people on like i think he's like a good host yeah and like mm-hmm. he, he goes and it's forever. interesting yeah, yeah, and it's really long, which is cool. It's just, like, listening to people talk, and it's fine. But, yeah, I found Duncan Trussell through him. Okay. But I knew who Duncan Trussell was, like, years ago, and I didn't even know. Right. Um, because when he was on uh, Joe Rogan's show, they were talking, and at one point they were talking about the Tesla cars, and I heard Duncan Trussell say the name Tesla, and I was like, I know this guy. I know this voice. Why do I know this guy? <laughs> and I and then I remembered the drunk history episode about Tesla was him. And that was my favorite oh. episode like years ago. Like I don't even know, like 2008 or something mm. like and now me and my friend watched that video over and over and over. So like I heard him say Tesla so many times that when he said it again I was like that's him. That's the guy. That's my favorite drunk history. Oh my god! I, I had this exact experience the other day. I was we, uh, I was talking to Paul about oh. it in the group chat. We were watching. Uh, we I was watching Pretty Woman, but like Friends was on, and then Pretty Woman came on. But there's and you're a, like, <laughs> I'm going to bed in a minute. But anyway, so like Richard Gere's cruising around for some reason in his Lotus in the <laughs> '80s. Uh, and he stops and like asks this guy for directions, who's like rooting through garbage cans, and it's visibly not gary marshall but the voice comes on i was like who the f- is that fucking i know that fucking voice who is that mm. is that gary marshall <laughs> it's not his body but it's definitely his voice mm. <laughs> my wife and i played that game all together like hey who's who is that yeah uh bob's burgers is a fun especially if you oh, like yeah. comedy it's a good show to play that on because mm. it's always like uh jim gaffigan or uh kurt Braunahler's on that show a lot nice. um yeah i'm not i'm not crazy about rogan no that's fine yeah because my friend i know a lot like of people are yeah like i like i said i like him but it's i'm not like there's a, definitely a lot of fans who like agree with everything he says yeah. he thinks he's so fucking cool and i'm like <sighs> i'm like whatever he just has a good show <laughs> he knows a lot about fighting people yeah um, he knows so much but like i always skip those like they start talking about mma i'm like skip 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 mm. um because i don't care but yeah like uh, but i also part of the part of it was in like this, you'll you'll see how like nostalgia is like my 
thing, I guess, or like think like memory yeah. in the past in the past because I will bring up the past all the time. But basically, like I grew up watching him on Fear Factor, yeah. so I was like, oh my god, it's the Fear Factor guy. So like may- automatically, I liked him just based off of that. May I ask how old you are? If if that's okay, 26. You, you're 26. Okay, so you're not like crazy younger than Paul. I'm turning 29 in two weeks. I'm three. Um, too. What I would actually say though is uh, I used to really like Joe Rogan when I was younger because I knew him from news radio. Yeah. Oh. Uh, and he then played you... the crazy. He basically played what it turns out to be himself. I uh. guess. Well, then but you he was found like out a... what a dink he was to Andy Dick, and yeah, but I it... don't like him as much. Andy Dick is liking. kind of a, I mean, more than a dink to everybody. Yeah. yeah. He just but got like... like charged with sexual assault. Oh, did he? Something I like I that. I didn't know about that. That's not surprising. Yeah. No, I, I I'm one of those people who grew up watching news radio. Hmm. I don't even know what that is. Uh, it was a <laughs> very underrated American yeah, sitcom. Yeah, it didn't last long. I used to be on A and E four or five it? seasons. Huh. But they would run like they would run reruns on A and E in the afternoon when A and E was like a thing. Well, the problem was that um, it was one is of those shows that came in as a. It's not know. what it once was. It's oh, like but his- it still exists. It's yeah. like the it's History Channel. A&D. Yeah. The History Channel now has Ancient Aliens and Hoarders on it. It's yeah. not. Yeah, but my mom loves Ancient Aliens. <laughs> Are you serious? Really? Oh, my mom loves Ancient Aliens. Like, I grew up watching Ancient Aliens. She still watches Ancient Aliens, and it's just all the same episodes. It's and fun she's like, to watch. She, but she was like, I, love, I have to watch the episodes over and over because they have so much information to learn. I'm like, yes, learn, yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but she loves us so much, and they. one time I was at her house. In the microphone. Are we? St- oh, I, we're going. Like we're twenty three <laughs> minutes in. We're not stopping now. <laughs> You're a fucking natural, by the way. <clears throat> oh no. <laughs> so yeah, that's why I didn't tell you because yeah. like I knew you were doing a good job. I thought I was like I was like when are we gonna start like leaning back? It's happening. Yeah. Because uh, I, I I very much enjoyed the memes that sprouted from ancient aliens. The like I don't <laughs> aliens. know, therefore aliens. Yeah, but yeah, like um, so she, I was at her house and she was like uh. She was like, look at these pins that they're wearing. Like, they're so cool, these, like, spaceship pins. And I was like, I wonder if they sell those. They probably sell them. So I, like, look it up. And I'm like, oh, yeah, they totally do sell them. But they're sold out. And mom's like, oh, that's too bad. And then I went home and I checked again. And I found, like, another place you could get them. And they weren't sold out. So I, like, got it for her. And she was so excited. And she's like, I love my spaceship pin. I wear it all the time. And I was like, it's so cute. See, I also grew up on the Stargate movie and show. So that the, I mean, that was riffing off of that whole idea pretty hard. That one of the main characters. Did you do you watch any of this? Uh, Stargate SG One. I watched some Stargate. Okay. Yeah, but uh, not all of it. I mean, it was theoretically adapted from a book that had nothing really to do with the actual uh, TV series, but it was more riffing on the ideas behind. I'm forgetting his name now. There's like a German or Dutch guy who was one of the the big like chariots of the gods or something. It was a book about how aliens really built all of civilization and. Uh, so one of the main characters is an archaeologist who's basically, his claim was that the pyramids were a launching pad for ancient alien spacecraft, but it turns okay. out he's right. Yeah. Except nobody can know because they find this out through like oh a secret government God. thing. It's so silly, that but it's like so a, fun. I swear there's a Douglas Adams book. Or I think your point. phone is, is dinging, mean? Matt. Yeah, I turned how, mine off. Mine is on silent. There we go. Um, <laughs> I was like, oh, I should turn my ringer off. It'd be really rude if it started going off. Like, I you're s- the host. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> this you should know better. So we we have a long running joke on the show that it's free and you can and if you have an opinion <laughs> about what should be done at it, you can fuck right off. What is um, our Patreon subscriber? We now we have did. a Patreon. Yeah, like. <laughs> but technically, this show is still free. <laughs> yeah, so okay. You can get this free for nothing. <laughs> um, yeah, we're gonna be beholden to Shane and Elizabeth next month. I know. You know what? I would be kind of mad about that if it wasn't like a communist workaround of something <laughs> called the corporate overlord perk. Yeah. Uh, like. 
the the way the Patreon is designed is like I really just want everybody who listens to chip in a dollar, and that would like cover yeah. all of the hosting costs. If I need to replace something or yeah. get a new this or whatever, like what he means is that. if he has to find a new me, he could maybe afford to pay them. Oh, I'm never. Paying I'm worth a lot on this show. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'll be sending the invoice later. Uh, all right. <laughs> See, this is this is why like we don't usually have people on the don't drink because they come over and drink our beer. And it's like <laughs> you can't really say we didn't give you anything. <laughs> you can't say we didn't give you anything. I'm not drinking the beer, so uh, I'll be sending my invoice later. <laughs> <laughs> but the like, it's just designed to like chip in a dollar. It's like if you want to like pay us fifty dollars a month, uh, we'll let you come on the show twice a year and like give you all the bonus content and mm. blah 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 blah. And a friend of ours who also can like can just come on the show for free whenever he wants to. Like he's he's, he's actually he's on the on website. website. Wow. <laughs> I was like my my girlfriend and I are going to split the uh the top tier so that we can come and barge on your show twice a year. I was like Shane, you're going to be <laughs> on more than that anyway. That. <laughs> uh um I had thought about Joe Rogan that I want to come back to. Oh, we have, yeah. We've spent a lot of time talking about Alex Jones. <laughs> oh my and I was thinking today, somebody on a show I was listening to was talking about how there is no Alex Jones of the left. But given that the man doesn't believe we landed on the moon, could you not say that? I never there. Alex Joe Jones Rogan is the is the Alex Jones of the left. Alex Jones left? isn't isn't right wing. He like he like maybe now, but like if you go back, like he was never anything. Like he was he he thought like just like the system was obviously like. Yeah, but Alien it's, it's people or whatever. Like libertarian, pro gun. Like yeah, it exactly. Sits on like the right end of the spectrum. Yeah, in terms of I mean, like, I'm not saying he's left. Like I, I just like he was kind of all over the place, and now all of well, a sudden Trump he's became a fan. the Trump thing is why now he's like this guy mm-hmm. of the right, and I, and I'm like, what? I thought he was just like a kooky conspiracy theorist. Now all of a sudden he's like this political. Well, that's why he's really come off the rails, is because yeah, he, I think he, he fucked his himself. guy won, and now what do you do, man? Like. Like, now well, he's still the going on used, about the deep state, yeah, but like, exactly. yeah, but like, yeah, he's gotten so bad. Like, I used to think he was like, it was funny. Like, I love conspiracy stuff, so like, and I and it's not like, and I don't love it in the way that I believe it all and stuff. I just like, I think it's so funny and fascinating. Like, are these people but come people up with can these things? That shit. Yeah. yeah, it's just so cool. I love it, and like. So I knew about him, and like I always just thought he was like a cool conspiracy guy. I'm like, nice. Like, well, he's like a Paul. conspiracy hero. So, but now he's this like, yeah, like this like mega M A G A. There's M-A-G-A. video of Kilstein at like 19 years old introducing oh. him at a Doug Stanhope show where he like Who's came. Doug up- Stanhope. Oh my god, <laughs> you don't know. I can't believe that familiar. you like Rogan and you don't know Stanhope. Stanhope I, is the like I might the libertarian man's comic. Uh, Okay. I don't care for him, but again, that's that's me, right? Like he's just not my guy. Um, no, that's fair. He's kind Probably of not asshole. my guy either, to be fair. Uh, but he, I just I imagine that him and Rogan run in similar, like have overlapping circles. Like, oh yeah. Um, but yeah, but Rogan too. Rogan, I never saw as being right wing. And like, if you go on the comments of his videos, mm. there's like right wing people getting yeah. angry at him for not being right wing. But I don't think Joe Rogan is a right winger. No, right? but like he um, gets lumped in with like a lot of those. People. Yeah, yeah, but he does that to himself because yeah, he likes to say things like, 
uh, I don't like putting labels on anything because like we're all on the same team or whatever. And now yeah. here's a guy to explain why it's cool to burn a cross on a black person's lawn. <laughs> That's why it's cool. He just brings whoever. He's like, I bring whoever. I don't need to agree with them. But I've never heard Joe Rogan bring a like a radical left wing. That's exactly. On. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so like where it's it's where he places the the Overton window that really yeah. like what he thinks is reasonable right wing dialogue and what's radical left wing dialogue is like. Nazis and centrists, right? Mm. Anyway. So uh, why is it we'd make an argument that he's the Alec Jones of the left? Because time? he like dabbles in a lot of conspiracy, like dabbles in a lot of pseudoscience and conspiracy. But I feel like we just all agreed that he's not left wing. Who Rogan? <laughs> yeah, no, Rogan is left wing. Is like, he? Yeah, Rogan has more left wing tendencies than right. He just has this weird obsession with like fairness, right? Hmm. So he brings on just horrid people. Mm -hmm. to hear their opinions about like why there should be ethno states or mm -hmm. what have you and it, like, he's had I, like jordan peterson on like four times and i'm like he he's not gonna say anything different right yeah why would you keep bringing <laughs> I'm him like, back uh, yeah like having him like once cool but like have you not the seen fourth the fourth time the, i'm like you guys are just gonna talk about the same thing like jordan peterson just repeats things like a broken record uh, like the first time you hear it, you're like okay uh -huh. and then like this 56th time you hear it you're like Okay. Yeah. yeah, which is what? Lobsters? I don't know. Uh, have you not seen the photo of them? To, uh, like, it's Rogan and Peterson and Ben Shapiro yeah, and, yeah. like, Charlie somebody else. Like, oh, Charlie Kirk? Yeah, him. Fuck that guy. <laughs> is uh, that a comedian, too? No. Charlie Kirk is, uh, he runs... Some political... I'm going to sound so dumb. Like, no, who no, no, is that? Okay. Who is this person? Charlie Kirk, Kirk is a pretty... Obs it, it He's is essentially, a pretty a, like, ultra right-wing troll on Twitter. That's about yeah. as far as it gets. He's, like... 23 and he's super into like everybody should have guns and the left are demons he's yeah. um so there's a the the memes that get passed around about him are, are like him and ben shapiro are like my mom says that it's my turn to play with the ball <laughs> like they're just they're ugh, they're whiny little well charlie kirk also um has a tendency to post very like attempting to be stern looking selfies but like there was one he did from last year where he was wearing a white shirt and he had like a stain and there was something sticking out of his pocket <laughs> and like part of it was untucked and he's like, you know, da 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 and gesturing. And I'm like, dude, like clean your shirt. <laughs> it's turning, some point, tide spot. turning Point America? Something like that. It's like a political action. It's not a pack, but it's like a politi oh, political. Oh, yeah, I think I've heard of that. Yeah, it's Turning Point USA is what it's called. Yeah. And that's Charlie Kirk's deal. And then Shapiro's like. He's just a conservative, but he also has said some really, really shitty things about Israel. Yeah. Yeah. I, he's um, just, all these yeah. characters, they're like, he, they're almost like contradictory to themselves sometimes. Oh, yeah. And it's like, whatever you need to do to make your, your and argument. And it's so of the funny day. because like the, their fans obviously like all pretty much overlap each other. And I'm just like, who are these people that like, do you know who I miss? Rush. The band? No, like Rush Limbaugh. <laughs> oh. Does nobody remember Limbaugh? Yeah, he was pretty terrible, I know, too. I know that he name. was a horrible man. He was responsible for a lot of the current state of discourse Yeah, um, when he was Speaker of the House. No, no, no. You're thinking of Newt Gingrich. Right, I'm never thinking mind. of Rush Limbaugh. Rush Limbaugh, like, yeah. No, he's host. still around. Yeah, but he doesn't hold the same kind of sway he used to. Like, That's because there's crazier people now. Well, but I know. But the sun used to rise and set based on what... In the conservative part, in the conservative politics, based on what Rush said, and then like, the Tea Party happened. But he was a part of that, wasn't he? He, like, I mean, kind of. But the tea, he was part of the establishment, certainly within the media establishment. I guess so. The Tea Party was all like that. Was people like uh, uh, Joe Walsh? He was coming up on Twitter again today because for the umpteenth time he said he's renouncing Trump forever. 
I'm like, he said that at least five times now. Uh, he was in. Uh, he's in the a clip of the of Sasha Baron Cohen's show that's getting yeah. passed around again, where they, he's talking to Republican politicians about and the- also Democrats. This is something that's gotten lost. Is he went and made uh, a complete like ass of a bunch of Republicans that are making uh, a big Joe stink Walsh about was it. one of them, and um, Joe Wilson was and one the of them. fucker from Alabama, Roy Moore. Oh, was Roy Moore? Yeah, involved he, he's in that? threatened to sue for defamation if the scene the shows air. Yeah. So he, he tells them about this like kindergarten program where they're going to give four year olds guns to like protect the classroom, <laughs> and he gets a bunch of them to endorse it because that's like <laughs> that's what he does. And like, congratulations, I guess. Um, <laughs> My point was more that because um, like there's been a lot of stuff in in the media about uh, him trolling Republicans and conservatives, but he did the same thing to Bernie Sanders. Oh, did, but did and, Sa- but Sanders didn't take. This isn't the point. Is that Sanders doesn't take the bait? Well, no, he did. About the not about the guns. guns to he, kids? he went and did the reverse of that. He also went and posed as a, as a super liberal husband who they made their daughter menstruate on a American flag and like this. Some conservative Trump supporters had him over for dinner, and the the point the joke joke was that they remained <laughs> yeah. unfailingly polite throughout while he was m- making a pastiche of the opposite. So like the, his whole shtick is like everybody, all of America is worth. Is reprehensible and worth mocking. It's just that the Republican folks have been really aggressively trying to step out in front and say, oh, we got tricked. Sarah Palin got suckered in by this too. Hmm. I don't know. Sasha Baron Cohen is not my thing. I've never. person at all. I'm not saying that. I'm saying his shtick is not mine. Yeah, I've never. I've never found him him very funny. But that. Gotcha, like like, pseudo journalism comedy is not mm, funny to me. Yeah, but it's one thing. It was one thing when he was pretending to be a like. When he was. Pretending to Did you be. never watch Borat? Yeah, no. Borat's people, awful. Like he got he, people to endorse like genocide of uh, Jewish people. Fair enough. Like he, this is nothing new for him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just that the discourse is a lot. This comes up in like actual yeah, but that's, mainstream that's stuff. That's not helpful. Like I don't see it being. I in fact see it as being the opposite of productive. Like, I, I this got don't disagree. About on a on the only so, on light reason today. The only Sasha Baron Cohen thing that I thought was like mildly funny like i thought it was more funny when i was a kid but maybe i wouldn't as much because when you're a kid you think mm. dumb things yeah. are funny but was ali g like i actually thought that ali g was funny i saw the ali g movie once with a guy i was friends with oh, i never watched a movie just i show. actually th- i thought the movie was pretty funny at times because he was making fun of a very particular yeah stereotype yeah and the joke on that was often that the ali g character was the butt of the joke more so than exactly. the people he was talking to and it was still like limited and this was probably 11 years ago so maybe i'd feel More differently if i watched it again no like yeah, when that's, i watched oh, it was okay. yeah that's how i feel about allergy i'm like i probably haven't seen that since i was a teenager but so like I mean, bruno and borat were funny. pretty aggressively offensive yeah. and always were I, yeah i i didn't i just never liked borat like when it came out like that's not my kind of humor like no. i wasn't like thinking like this is offensive or anything like that specific it was more just like this isn't funny why does everyone think this is funny like what that's what i used to think about ali g there's moments of it like uh it's like family guy you can get the occasional joke but i wish i could remember who he was talking to about like gym class and like saving but about like the fact that there's air in balls and he just like mm. wouldn't believe it he's like there's air in this room in there he goes yeah <laughs> how come it's not bouncing like <laughs> Yeah, see that character's funny, and it's like it probably wasn't funny to anyone as much. Um, like if you outside were actually of the UK, a yeah, like like outside of the UK because that's a very UK like thing. What's a chav? That's uh, the UK like bro, like kind well, of gangster it's, thing. It's the um, 
white gangster. Maybe. It's like if you can picture somebody with that really stereotypical heavy, what would have been a Cockney accent like 120 years ago, yeah. but like that really heavy inner city, like central core London uh, rhyming slang kind of thing yeah. where they're always in like track suits. That's a chav. All right. It's a very particular it's like basically allergy. Like yeah. okay. <laughs> that that, that character is a he pastiche. does it very well. That's what he's doing. <laughs> yes. Huh. Um and there is some amount of cultural cachet, particularly in like the early aughts that came along with that because it was mm-hmm. like when gangster rap got big in the States. Yeah. It was that same kind of demographic that okay. uh you know, aggressively uneducated, um, really heavily adopting a localized slang and idiom that people who aren't from that might not understand. Like, but like they kind of pick up and yeah, like cool. aggressively poor. It's cool to make it seem like you're from the projects, kind of thing. No, yeah. but you, but not to be poor. Not you, to actually be poor. Yeah, no, you just have to make be it in look the like shitty poor area. But you're like fucking. You're successful. Bling you're blinged out. And, it's like yeah. the kid that I went Being to high school because of trucks. Pond. Yeah, it's like the kid that I went to high school with who was his parent. Like his mom was a tennis instructor and his dad was an accountant and he had pale blonde, like pale skin and blonde hair. But he that was his culture. Oh well, uh, you know. I'm from the the ghetto. I'm like, Victoria doesn't have a ghetto. There's the corner the homeless people camp out at, and you're clearly not from that because we're in the burbs. Uh, And then there's Langford. Langford's still not a ghetto. It's just the, like, kind of less well-off part of town. Have you ever seen Malibu's Most Wanted, the movie? I don't think I have. So it's basically about, like, a super rich white kid. Um, His dad is, like, a politician. Yeah, Jamie Kennedy. Um, His dad's, like, a politician, like, running for senator of New York or something. And they're super rich, but he, like, yeah, he adopts that gangster life. And he's, like, not all of that. And he's, like, this is who I am. And also, it's so funny. Like, I remember, like, I can still quote that movie. I thought it was the best movie because I used to listen to gangster rap in junior high. Like, that was my shit. I wanted to marry 50 Cent. And <laughs> that movie was like Why the funniest movie. Really? Like of all the guys you could pick. I loved him so. Really? I mean, he's not bad looking, especially not back in the day. Oh, I just, of all of them. I, I liked his smile. Like that was like, that was the thing that right. I, I like. Every time he like smiled or was like shy or cute, I was like, oh, is he sent? Like that's the kind of guy I'm into. I don't go for like muscles and all that stuff. Like right. that, I just like ignored that essentially. It was never going to be mystical. <laughs> or Usher. I used to hate Usher. So like when I wanted Who to hates Usher. When I wait, I don't hate him anymore. I when I do. <laughs> uh when I wanted to marry Fifty Cent, I wanted to like kill Usher, not really kill him, but just like, I just wanted him to go away. Is your teenage version of fuck Mary Kill? <laughs> but only for who gangster was, app? Well the then fuck who, wouldn't exist because yeah. I was like freaked out. So anyway, but um I just hate it because all the time, like anytime he was on a show in his music video, like all anyone ever talked about was his abs. And I remember getting so annoyed by this because I watched so much, much music that this is all I heard about. Like Usher's abs, Usher's abs. Did you see how hot Usher's abs were a picture of him showing his abs? I'm like, shut up. I hate, I hated him so much purely based on that fact. And it wasn't until I wasn't having his abs thrown in my face (laughs) every single day of my life, literally, like I got into his music later on, like years later, because I'm like, okay, yeah, like I like that kind of music, like R&B, like, so I like Usher music, but like, God, I was so annoyed by that. Yeah, was one of the, like, was really fucking huge when I first started going to like bars and clubs. So, wow, I was an infant when that came out. So to this day, yeah, like yeah. that gets me going. Mm. Yeah, I was uh, never really into that one, but like right. some of his like it slower also ballads. Like, well, you don't think the, you like any of them. So. It also spawned the best Chappelle joke. True. Oh, sure, yeah. Written, yeah. Okay. Uh, where he used to do little little John at the airport. Yeah. So he would 
Lil Jon in the song like has three lines. Yeah, what? Okay, uh, and that's all Lil Jon really did for a mm. while. Uh, so he would dress up like Lil Jon and do like normal things. Like he would go to the airport and talk to the ga- the gate, and then she would be like, um, "Is this is your name so and so?" Yeah. yeah those what? Were, those were like his catchphrases back then. Um, mm. Fuck, those were funny. I've actually never seen the Chappelle Show. The Chappelle Show was really good. I mean, yeah. maybe it doesn't it doesn't hold up today. Like maybe some of it might not. Things have just changed. Well, that's why he might. quit in the first place. Was he felt bad about it? He's like, mm. I'm. He, uh, it was like a, a pixie character that he did. He's like, no, I think what I'm doing is really racist. Like, <laughs> this is this is not. Hel- I'm not mocking it. I'm just doing like. He was. Mm-hmm. Um, so was the was what I remember happening. Looping back a little bit. Uh, a new season of Comedians in Cars Getting Coffee dropped a week or two ago. Right. And they're it's short. on Netflix now, yeah. isn't it? Thankfully, because you keep the it used to be on Crackle or something. Right. Oh. Which, like, so it's exist in Canada. So it's like old? Like that oh, show came out a while ago? It's been around for yeah, four or five years. years? Yeah. Oh, wow. They're so, into season six that just dropped. So, oh, like, I haven't. I only like saw the ad for it. So I thought it was like this new thing. No, we'll just yeah. moved over to Netflix this year. So, okay. Netflix um, makes everything seem like it's new. Right? Like there's so many shows that I watch. I'm like, oh, a new show. And then it's actually like a show from 10 years ago. But it was like in Australia. And they like write Netflix original yeah. Yeah. on it. Yep. Which is bullshit. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So they just dropped a new one. And um, Dave Chappelle was actually on one of the episodes. And they nice. were talking about some of that because he's kind of come back. Mm, yeah, in the past yeah, he year has. Or two. Yeah. He like yeah, disappeared for a while, legitimately. Well, so I hear. I've um, never been much of a fan, hence never seeing the show. I, but I used to really I'd, like his stand. Yeah, I used to love his. Stand-up. Apparently, his new stuff is really transphobic. So I well uh, what? Yeah, and in this way where it's like, I don't think he's bait and switching on purpose, but it's like where he it seems like he wants to like learn things and and be progressive, but then like takes those things and turns them on their head and just doesn't um i, I can't Weird. i can't speak directly to it because i've never seen it but more than one source that i respect their opinion on things would be like this is- what i remember reading was hmm. that there was like a he running says tranny a lot well there was a bit where he was being like again i, I haven't seen it either because mm. i wasn't a fan uh back in the day or like i've never his comedy was never one that really like grabbed me so i've never seen a lot of it and i don't watch a lot of stand-up comedy yeah unless it's uh oh god damn what's his name now he put out a new special pretty recently too. The one that Paul was joking about is his mentor. John movie. Mulaney. Yeah, yeah, I really like uh, his so stuff. So I used to, I used to really kind of hate him. And really, apparently he's just the progressives comic, and I need to get on board. Uh, I don't know. I don't. I would never say that, but uh, I. A lot of people, again, a lot of podcasts I listen to talk about him. He's not that progressive. Like he's, he's great. I mean, I think he's really funny. Yeah, but but in this day and age, being funny without being a pig is usually the definition of being a progressive comic. Okay. Um, like he makes a lot of jokes about the fact that he re- he codes as gay and he's not. That's a, like right. he does. I you know I could just do this. Like I feel like if Andrew is here right now, he's like you could just watch it and learn there it for yourself. Are three specials on Netflix. I got nothing but time. I <laughs> would encourage you to watch at least the most recent one. Um, I would not say that he's a particularly progressive comic. Uh, he's not a a prick or he's not like picking on racial stereotypes yeah, like, aside from again, his that, own and his wife's again that that's usually like the ba- the benchmark for progressive comedy which is stupid just, yeah i know it's stupid but it's the world we live in anyways i think he's pretty funny uh that's about as much as i can say about comics that i've seen in any recent time because i've never right. really been a big stand-up guy i enjoy it but it's not something yeah. i seek out 
I, um, I really enjoy stand-up. I think Hannibal Burst is probably one of my favorite. Hannibal is great. Yeah, because I, like, I watched like all of his specials in a row like I, in a couple of days, and I was like, I love this is guy. It, is it as one-linery as I think it is, or is, is he doing long-form stuff? He's doing long-form stuff. Okay. Yeah, I never really thought he was one-linery. Okay. I just, he always struck me as like doing like little like throwaway jokes, like Stephen Wright-esque, where he'd like do a line and then just move on. Like there was no through line, but oh, maybe I'm well, yeah, uh, yeah, I guess he could do that sometimes, but I don't mind that. Like I think okay. that's fine. Or, or maybe like so the better example I is Mitch notice. Hedberg. Um, I <laughs> I recognize a lot of names and but don't know who. Mitch Hedberg died a long a time long ago, time. like okay. two thousand and three. A long time ago. It was in the early two thousands. Is that right? No, I it recognize was, the it was, names. So. It was the mid to late two thousands because I was up. in university. Because I remember him. But Hedberg a used long. to do wait, wait, Jamie, can you bring that up? Yeah. <laughs> nice nice um, he used to do jokes like uh i don't you know people say you shouldn't discriminate against people like it doesn't matter if you're red white purple or green i say mm. wait a minute purple or green you've got to draw the line somewhere fuck purple people 2005. <laughs> oh i've seen that yeah, yeah yeah 2005 holy shit i'm so old yeah so, okay yeah i think i've seen that guy before uh, I that. but I, I always thought of hannibal as like the successor successor to the like steven wright and then mitch hedberg throne right like he does awesome jokes that are like they don't have to be stories right? well so there was a canadian stand-up that i think was like uh, epitomized that to a negative degree from like around the same Hats. era i can't i cannot remember his name but Did he do this a no, lot? no 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 not him um he actually had like a game show on the comedy channel for a while uh double down i think it was called oh and he so yes he yes, was yes, on yes. just for laughs all the time but his entire bit was just one-liners except periodically in the stand-up specially recorded He'd tell a crack about like his family and then say, and so then I was swimming back to shore because the joke was his dad would go and like drop him in the ocean when he yeah. pissed him off. And that was the only through bit to it. Otherwise, it was in an hour of like, did you ever think about how? Oh, see, I love that. Stephen Wright does that so well. And that's like, that's, wonder... it's the only style of comedy I think that works well consistently because you don't have to be tied down to a, a But gimmick, the thing is, right? I find it boring after a while. He was funny. But it was like, I always wanted him to pull together a slightly longer joke because he clearly had it in him. And I, like, I'm somebody who tends to appreciate more of the like self-referential building things where you keep coming back to recurring right. things. Yeah, yeah. And like it doesn't that. necessarily have to be like one hour long joke or yeah. series of jokes. But yeah. like when it, like what you just did, come back to something and make a reference from like 10 minutes ago that ties back into oh. a joke. Oh, That's I funny. I didn't even realize I did that. Thank you. Uh <laughs> I'm trying to see if I can look up this guy's name because I think Matt would at least recognize him. If he uh, was on Just for Laughs a lot, I probably saw him. I yeah. watched that show pretty my, I, I had a favorite comedian when I was a kid because of Just for Laughs. Oh my God, I always forget his name, but he was the guy who would always like laugh into his hand. <laughs> like he would like, yeah, tell yes, a joke. And like, Jeremy oh, Hot. Jeremy Hot. <laughs> um, yeah, he was my was favorite. Name. Like when I was a kid, I thought it was so amazing. Uh, I loved that he like did that. Like, I don't know. Being a I kid, like, and, like everything, was, like he was just so neurotic. And yeah, was I don't know. Like I probably yeah, didn't yeah. get so many nuances because I was a kid, but I just like thought he was so funny. Um, I believe the guy's name was Stuart Francis. Yeah, mm, that doesn't ring a bell. Can I see a picture? This is a much more recent one, but oh yeah, 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 I, I recognize him. Um, he's got like a. It went away. So I was swimming back to shore. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. That was his, his gag. So that was the only thing that tied his act oh, back together. He looks familiar, but I don't. He, he was big on Just for Laughs circa like 2002. Mm-hmm. Um, the best, just since we're talking about that, the best bit that I can ever remember and that has been quoted by both my father and my childhood best friend frequently was um, there was a guy 
whose shtick was that he had survived a cancer routine. Um, and I, I forget what the entire act was, but the punchline was essentially that if anybody ever gave him like a, a six weeks to live diagnosis, he would be flying uh, on the first first class flight to Amsterdam. Uh, first class going over, steerage coming back, cause of death, coronary orgasmosis. <laughs> I don't remember anything from the rest of his act, <laughs> but that line. That's a much better idea than sm- than picking up smoking again. I should actually yeah. reevaluate my priorities. Well, in fairness, this was also like 2003 when yeah. Amsterdam had that. Oh, yeah. weed and hookers. And then on October, <laughs> you don't even have to fly anywhere. Yeah, I, I actually sort of almost wish we gotten a little further into that with Cameron because they were clearly like, oh my God, you can just buy, buy weed, weed there? <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. We'll, we'll see what happens. <laughs> no edibles, so what do I care? Man, I don't want edibles. I'm so mad. I'll, I just wanted to eat, eat cookies and gummy bears. <laughs> can we talk about these things yet or is this still... <sighs> I mean, they, like because it's illegal technically. So I think didn't it, didn't that get properly it's repealed so on July dumb. one? They they like passed it, but it's not officially legal until like October the 17th. stores get their stuff together. And I'm like, yeah. what the hell? Just make it legal and then let the stores get their shit together. Like just let people smoke yeah. in peace. Like we we all have to be paranoid, even though we know it's gonna be fine. Right. Like it's just like we're well, all we're just also, like we also live in a world where there's gonna be people who will serve life sentences for. The, the only crime they committed was doing what somebody else is going to do, making millions of dollars. Yeah. Uh, I will save my commentary for off air because I have worked and may have to work for the cops again. Fair enough. <laughs> just doesn't um, involve me, just to be so clear. We have about 20 minutes left. Okay. Do we want to get on to nostalgia then? Yeah, that's what I was going <laughs> to say. Like, we, I always like to have the one topic in the back pocket. So like, if it just falls <laughs> apart, you guys like, we wanted to talk about this. So like, <laughs> like, Are you saying the that. conversation is falling apart? No, yeah. not at all. Not at all. We're just getting close to like what needs to be timed. So I just wanted to get there before she felt like we brought her here under false pretenses. <laughs> and we just talked about Joe Rogan. Uh, I, would, I would be fucking upset if I was brought somewhere <laughs> and then somebody was like, surprise, Joe Rogan. No, I like I <laughs> said, I, I just like it when people just like talk and yeah. it's cool. So I'm like, whatever. Um, the best compliment, we've definitely said yep. this on the air before, but Many the best, times. best compliment we ever got was it by a friend of the show and friend of Matt's who said that uh, he started listening to us and got into it because he had a kid and he can't go and have interesting conversations at the, the bar, bar anymore. anymore. <laughs> but this listening to us was like what happened when you just go and sit at the bar and do yeah. chatting with people. And yeah. I do that too. Um, so like, so that reminds me, I have to amend one of the Patreon tiers. So oh. Because uh, he is this well, just going to be the Owen tier. No, no, no. It, it's it's gonna it'll it will be the same for anybody who wants to pay the ten dollars a month. Uh, we'll tell somebody to f- to shut the fuck up. <laughs> and Owen was like, "Is it a one time thing or is it like every episode?" I was like, "I tell you what, Owen. Well, for you, we'll do it once a month. Once a month. <laughs> like I got to update my enemies list. <laughs> I mean, I know who I would be telling to go fuck off, but as I replied to him, yeah, I feel like we should add some fine print to that. <laughs> There's a well. My, mine is in industry and could potentially be damaging. Mm-hmm. So, can you just say whoever? Like, can you say like someone famous? Um, or yeah. Like it, uh, it's it's a stolen bit. Like uh, oh. Doug Benson does it on his show. Be like uh, that cab driver I had the other day who was rude to me. Totally. Don't yeah. know his name, but fuck you. Um, Cabby number seven three four two on Tuesday. <laughs> yeah. Go fuck yourself. Right. <laughs> Benson on his show plays games with the audience they bring like name tags and shit and if you lose you get you can write a shithead on the back of your name tag and mm. you'll call anybody you want a shithead okay um so it, it is a hundred percent a stolen bit uh, but it's 
again, I never expected anybody to pay that much anyway. So, <laughs> again, it was really purely designed so people would chip in a dollar. And you can split that with me, by the way. Sure. Um, so, when we first started talking about uh, Sapphire coming on the show, you, like, a lot of people, we've asked a lot of people to come on the show. I don't think we've ever been asked by someone if they can come on the show. I have once or twice. Um, Why wouldn't people? I'm, well, maybe that's not true. That's cool. Um, it's like Chris being Nelson on the radio. That's on. special. Oh, that's true. Sorry, go ahead. You were saying. I'm just saying, why wouldn't someone? Just sounds like being like you like participating, being on the radio. Anybody yeah. who shows right. up wants to come back. That's like, the thing. Yeah. I think we've had maybe one person in like five and a half years. It's like being on TV, sort of. Right. That's it's what like I the, always say. Yeah. It's I like, think. It's, well, what's funny is one of the other. I think Riley asked to be on the show. But he didn't actually want to be on the show. No, and he, he never just agreed liked the to come idea back. Of being on the show, and then we couldn't find him. He was a great guest, though. Um, but when we start, first started talking with Sapphire about coming on the show, and I was like, "What do you want to talk about?" And she said, "Hauntology." And I said <laughs> that Derrida was banned from the show. Um, but if she wanted to talk about nostalgia, and like it's interesting because I've had a lot of th- like nostalgia. Nostalgia culture is is reaching its peak, right? Yeah, like, it's like nuts. Like I was saying um, earlier that. When we were on White White Avenue, I don't know how if he, everyone listens is from Edmonton. I don't we know if they know. Briefly had explain. a drop of people from France. There's somebody. That's in pretty China. cool. Yeah, France. I think that every now and then Luke downloads the show. Oh yeah, he's in the uh, UK. Because somebody shows up from the UK. Yeah. But uh, we expect yeah. that most people know. What but we're yeah. Talking. So anyway, there's just like polls with posters. And today I saw three separate posters. One was for one bar had an 80s night. Another one had an emo night. So like 2000s, ni- maybe yeah. late 90s. Probably not, though. Late I night. went to one and it was like a lot of like newer emo stuff. I'm like, what mm-hmm. the heck? And then they would so play no, like Black like, Braid and everyone went nuts. And I was like, overplayed. So <laughs> when we talk about emo, we're talking more like My Chemical Romance, yeah, exactly. Panic at the Disco, less Taking Back Sunday, yeah, they Sunny Day Real Estate. They might, probably definitely not Sunny Day Real Estate, but like they might play like um, Make Damn Sure or something okay. like that. Because that was from that era. Maybe some Dashboard Confessional? Uh, maybe. But really? I didn't, there was is a lot of songs they played that I didn't know. I was it, like, I don't know any of this. Is Dashboard that far out of fashion now that it's not considered, that Chris Crabb is, uh, has lost his emo cred? Uh, I don't know. Like they're not current really. Well, so no, like, but they, had, like, they haven't been abandoned over a decade. Yeah. But, so no, they're uh, not. Oh, cool, really? That's so... I, I feel like parts of my relevancy just falling off the face of the planet. <laughs> yeah. You're over 30, bands man. bands that like, oh man, I felt so many things about his music when I was a certain age. It, just, it yeah. all spoke to me and now yep. the, the idea that that's just gone is like, oh. <laughs> anyway, but yeah, so there was a poster. So it was basically three separate bars having three separate nights. One was 80s, one was emo, and one was 90s. Right. And I'm like, I don't know how close all these dates are together, but I mean... So you could really you could just like yeah you could just go to bar to bar go through time. Think, um, this was actually something I was reading about, and I couldn't remember when we were talking earlier, but I remembered the context, which was that uh, our end of the millennial generation is one of the very first that doesn't just have to remember back to things. Actually, it's all been documented, yeah. and so like mm, um, there's see. a YouTube channel I follow that does a lot of react stuff. You actually shared a link to one of theirs the other day in the uh, group chat. Children listening to System yeah. of a Down. I do not oh. like the children ones from them because I find children very irritating. But oh, I do. I, I do. Think those those the kids funny. react were like the most famous. Like that's oh, yeah. what blew up. And um, then they started doing other ones. I watched the other ones. Kids. I like my favorite is the old people. Yeah. Watching the old people react to stuff is my. Favorite. Did you ever see them react to Rammstein? No. Oh, that was good. That was how I found that channel. Wait, wait. Oh. Is it concert footage or just music? It's both. Like, oh, oh nice. wow. It's great. <laughs> I will share that uh, later. But um, 
they do a lot of things with younger, like the younger end of the millennials and the older end of the next one on like oh, the, yeah. the adults react stuff. Cause most of them in their, are in their early twenties. Uh, and so there has been some of that where like they've shown things that video recordings of things I vividly remember from my own childhood. And for me, that's still kind of nostalgic is like, yeah, my dad's an early adopter, but like, while I, I make use of technology and like I'm an archivist by training. So like, obviously I'm familiar with like records management and dealing with digital uh, information. I'm still not a super like techie person. Right. Um, so like, I've never gone and searched these things out and it was kind of a like, Oh shit. Yeah. I mean, not only, uh, things that were from my childhood, but like YouTube's been around for like 15 years. There are people yeah. who are like, 20 now that remember the early days of YouTube yeah. as like a hazy mist. I'm going, yeah. I remember when this came out. Yeah. Um, no, I remember uh, when YouTube. Oh yeah, me too. I remember because we used to use Google video. Yeah. 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 We were watching Google video and then all of a sudden there was this YouTube thing. So I think it's really interesting to think about in that context because uh, every generation has its own nostalgia. But as like, as somebody pointed out, if you watched uh, say like um, Empire Strikes Back in theaters, you would have had to have seen it in theaters because yeah. VHS yeah. wasn't was even it, really yeah, a thing at the time. Yeah. Thing. And so the way that people, younger people now, or even older people can experience the back like 25 years of their life or all of their life for younger folks is going to be inherently different from the way that like we experienced our childhoods where mm-hmm. uh, the f- pilot episode of The Simpsons was a mythical thing in CBC reruns when I was a kid. Where or So CG. you would see Simpsons roasting on an open fire? I did, but it took me years to see it after I started watching and I obsessively mm-hmm. was like, I want to see the first episode and it wasn't, like this it's was... Not yeah. No, it's yeah, not, no. <laughs> but it was like 1998 and yeah. this wasn't a thing, actually probably more like 2000 because after mom died, but yeah. it was a thing where like I had to sit down and watch it every day yeah. if Make I wanted sure to be able to see it. this. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, um, and I and I remember that too. Just like growing up watching shows, and um, something that kind of irks me now is, it's basically you're not a fan of a show unless you've like sat there and watched front to back yeah. in order every single episode. Yeah. But I used to be able to be a fan of a show just like watching it anytime I caught it on. Yeah, and it's right. like, did I see every episode? No. no. Did it matter? No. I and have it's a like life. now sometimes you, you have to go and do other things. Yeah, and it's like now if you haven't seen all of a show, it's like something's wrong with you. Like people act kind of weird. <laughs> I don't know. I uh well, I I so in in spending a lot of time with Shane who is slightly older than us, but very He likes to think he's a lot older than yeah. us. Uh, he's not that much older than us, but like the gap is like, the gap isn't just about how many years. It's yeah. about like what happened in those years, right? So I, sure. I get where he's coming from, um, but he tends to like default to like kids today, right? Like <laughs> where you know, and nothing's good unless it was from then. And if we change something, that's inherently bad. So like I've started to stop and ch- like check myself. I'm like, do I dislike this because it's mm, different? See. And I just don't like the fact that it's different or do I dislike this because it's not good, right? I have really been having that with music lately. Because like, actually this was, I, so. Was it the Cardi B? Yeah. Uh, I'm not really a big rap fan, but um, mostly, mostly through the FBE stuff. I I have been exposed enough times to Cardi B to know that I really vehemently dislike this. And I do not know why it is popular. Uh, but I also know so like hip hop is very different now <clears throat> than what it used oh yeah to. I just watched a whole video today comparing mumble rap to lyrical rap and essentially <sighs> like and playing these clips like it'll play like an example of a song um and oh no it was like history of mumble rap anyway. yeah I watched I've seen videos. that video too yeah and then it had all the clips of like the people from like the legends from yeah. a long time ago Snoop Dogg yeah, hates it yeah like they're all talking about how much it sucks and stuff like that and I was like this is like a cool video cause yeah like even the people from the past were like what are you doing yeah, yeah. and I feel this like I don't like it yeah well, so it's like Shane's I don't like it when I yeah. Went, yeah well I but like I don't the, like it because it's different like 
It's just not for me. Well, I mean, like, I was thinking about this too when I was watching that video because I'm like, some of them, I some of the songs I do like, and I'm like, well, what I like about them is the beat. Like, I like trap beats. So, like, I'm cool with listening to that. And if, like, the words are stupid, whatever. I'm like, yeah, I just, like, don't care. But, like, the beats will keep me listening okay. to and it. Okay, and for me, rap has <laughs> always been about what you have to say. No, it totally is. And but, like, I can also get behind a trap beat. So I can, like, groove to it, but I won't, like, mm-hmm. be, I don't know, running around recommending it to people. Right. And so, it, like, for, for me, and again, it, like, <laughs> white dude here. Doesn't matter what I think, but this is my show, so fuck it. Um, it's just mumble rap is not for me. I don't. I don't understand why people love Drake. Like me I get that Drake is. Huge. Oh no, I'm the only Drake fan here. I'm sorry, uh, but I. Don't I don't like get all the songs. I didn't really care for Scorpion. I was no. trying to listen to it. I was like, man, I like like two songs. Some of it, it's okay. Yeah. It's just people fucking love Drake. Oh yeah, no I people like yeah. I don't go nuts on him, but like I like. Quite a few of his songs. Um, don't bring up the weekend because she will go nuts. I don't mind no, the weekend. Fine. I'll just see. I like the it's weekend. Okay. I don't. Um, I don't dislike the. Weekend. I also. I know I'm so late to this party, but I fucking love that Portugal the Man song because it's like <gasps> modern day mod. As I can't I've never believe you just that. brought up Portugal the Man. I have loved Portugal the Man <laughs> since <laughs> since before they sold out. Since 2010 <laughs> or 2009, even. And they've blown up now. And oh, yeah. I'm so proud of them. Because this is like their like Good sixth or seventh you. album. <clears throat> hey. And I'm just like, oh my God, finally people are realizing how good this band is. You, you would are get like along. a perfect fan. Like, they're amazing. Not, like, I'm so happy oh, about people them. People like them and they suck now. You would I, get along no, really well awesome. with our friend Mia. Yeah. <laughs> Mia has been, I mean, she's run like an underground indie radio show huh? for years out Campus of Vancouver. Radio. Like, it's, it's not yeah. like she's I was broadcasting on, on Pirate radio. Signal. There you go. I have been on radio before. See, well, this is why this why is why I'm so good at this. But no, she's I I've still yet to listen to Portugal the Man, but she's been talking about them for as long you as I've known her, and that's good. 2015. Every every album's good. Kelsey and I had the, I think it was today or yesterday. No, it was yesterday uh, when we uh, were on the way to take Andrew to the ball game. Is like I asked her, I'm like, is this? It came on uh, the the this hit, is whatever your it's nephew, called. not uh, Felix friend Andrew. No, my cousin. Yeah, uh, feel, not feel not it still. Yeah, yeah, feel it still comes on on the radio. Like, is this, is this mod? Like, is this modern day mod music? And she's like, kind of, yeah. Like, it would feel, I feel like you could take that beat and put it over, like, the opening sequence of the first Austin Powers movie. Yeah. And it would, it would fit right in, right? Someone needs to do this, please. Actually, now, yeah, now that I think about it, like, just take the I, lyrics I, I know out. how to use Final Cut Pro. I'll do it. I, I want to see this. Now that I think about it, like, yeah, wait, I was like, that would look so cool. I, I wonder what that would look like. And then I just moved on with my day. But somebody else would be like, well, we have the technology. We can we can actually That's see what me. that, that would look like. That person is me. Nice. Um, but yeah, and they're like, I, and I've really noticed it come to a peak. And I guess like maybe Star Wars is the reason for that. Where people like, they're talking about making new undergrads and I don't want it. What? Yeah, I don't want it. No, I don't want to see undergrads with cell phones. Right? Thank you. Thank you. Yes. Okay. You hear that, Shane? <laughs> this was a contentious topic for like a day it on really? our chat. Because, well, Shane, he's what, 37, I think? Yes, 37. So, yeah, so the thing. That's is, 10 years older than me. His whole <laughs> shtick, or, you know, his, his argument here was that he was in college when that came out. And I'm so like. So was I. But, like, I don't, I don't no, need wait, to. No, I wasn't. You guys were in college when undergrads were. No, I was no. I was in high school. So I was okay, in, I was like, like I was in elementary. I was also in high school, but like grade nine, I think. That Anyways, was in like eleven or twelve. Point being oh, okay. that uh, 
I don't like there's there's two ways you could go about that. One is that you just ignore the past twenty years and have them start their second year, except in twenty nineteen. Or you jump. Oh, shows have done that. I don't like that. I don't like it's it either. Good That's essentially what Simpsons does, and sometimes yeah. it's kind of weird. But it's yeah. not relevant anymore. Like, you couldn't yeah. do that. It wouldn't, it wouldn't resonate the way undergrads resonated at the time. Because that yeah. was, like, playing into a very particular era, which I yeah. may have been a little young for it, but I was of that era. I got it. Yeah. So you can either update it, or you can have what happened to them 20-some years on into their lives. And I don't want to see that either. No. Yeah. Oh, I, yeah. I, 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 I don't, don't fucking see need either. to see Nick's at 40. I don't I don't need yeah. that. Because Nick's is kind of an asshole. And you know that he would probably be like... A like some billionaire sort of, or something. Yeah. I don't need to see him as Elon would, Musk. Yeah. that I was going to say, like, he'd probably... They'd probably style him after him. So, like, my, my argument is, is, like, I don't want this because nobody's going to like it. Like, it's going to be one thing and people are going to hate it. Or it's going to be another thing and another group of people are going to hate it. Just... Why Just doesn't that guy make something else? Yeah, yeah, do something new. Do literally anything. Dude else. was super talented. Yeah, because like nobody's mm. gonna like it. Like nobody, they all want something that they can't have. Like they're yeah. so invested in the nostalgia. Well, it it's all, like the Star yeah. Wars that thing. it'll never pay off. So just leave it where it is. Yeah, I know that they're gonna make a new Bill and Ted, and like I wasn't even alive when Bill and Ted came out, mm. but I'm a huge Bill and Ted fan, yeah. and I don't want a new one no. just leave it alone it. this don't. was a thing that came up um somewhere on twitter i think this week where somebody pointed out that when empire strikes back came out like people were divided and the guys who are now claiming like oh well the new movies suck because they're doing something new like they'd have been the ones who fucking hated empire even though that's the one they think is the best as true yeah. fans heavy air quotes so like <laughs> this is the thing is that if it's you're trying to cyclical. if you're trying to tap into something you can either um tap very heavily into a very particular uh, emotional resonance or it doesn't yeah and if you don't hit exactly the right beats most people are not going to like it and it's hard to do that um and i think that because they've had so much time to think about it well and again though it's always going to be cyclical and i feel like we're coming into an interesting era just generationally to go back to what i was saying before because like shane really fucking hated the uh really 80s influenced music like genre that i deep dived into for the first like five months of this year but he was around in the 80s yeah. and i think that some mm. of that was that he was too young to have the nostalgia connection but it's a little too contemporary with production methods and stuff for it to strike so, the right chord. Shane, are you not a Stranger Things fan then? I don't, I don't think, think we've ever was. talked about this. <laughs> I mean, he's not here, so he can't answer. He will listen to this. Yeah. No, he, he'll answer. He'll like because speak to his phone. Because that is soups 80s. Right? Uh, oh, yeah. I actually, um, one of the YouTube channels I follow that I'm sure we talked about before, but the uh, one of the two guys in that is like 38 or 39, yeah. and like he was a kid in the 80s. And uh, they fucking... I mean, they've actually become friends with the kid that played uh, the main... Finn Wolfhard? Yeah. He was at... So, this was Wait, Ninja Sex Party. The, I'm like, so bad at names. The, Which one is that? So, the, like... He was the, the one that was... kid who's in love with Eleven? Yeah. Oh, the, okay, the kid. Yeah. yeah. His, oh, okay. his name is Finn Wolfhard. And he's from Vancouver. Wolfhard. Yes. Oh. Finn Wolfhard. So that is that kid's name. Wolfhard is cool. He should just change it. Uh, I think he should keep it exactly. The way it <laughs> I kind of like it as it is too. But apparently, the kid's a musician, and he went on a. The kid's a musician. So he went on an episode okay, of uh, their like guest show. It's Game yeah. Grumps, the YouTube channel. Yeah, yeah. Oh, and okay. they all hit it off famously, which I think is really funny, given that he was like 13 when he showed up on the yeah. show. But uh, the new Ninja Sex Party uh, song and video has him doing the lead guitar solo huh. and playing the younger version of the singer. Oh, nice! Jeez. Yeah, that's pretty funny. So, but like. Danny has been very vocal about how much he loves Stranger Things because, like, he was basically... He was born in, like, He's 78. Fan. He is those kids. So, in, like, 84, oh, yeah. he would have been, like, seven. And it really into Ghostbusters and blah, 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 blah. So, like... Oh, yeah. Well, to be 100% fair, if a, if a TV show or movie came out tomorrow that was about 
like seen in emo kids in the mid 2000s i would be so in it yeah and like if i if i had if i hear about it being made i'm going to make sure that i'm actually in the movie <laughs> um but if i don't hear about it and it just comes out then i'm in it interested in spirit yeah, yeah. interestedly in Inter- it mm. i don't know what what they like they those movies got made for me like I don't yeah. need those things because they happen. They happened for me in real time. But you do like Stranger Things. I, yeah, no, I like Stranger Things. That was before fine. your time. But but I was not a kid in the '80s. Like none of that shit. Right. So you're saying the '90s things? What? Yeah. Like I the, movies about kids about. So little, then, if you watch like Buffy the Vampire Slayer, or something, I hate Buffy the Vampire. I kind of do too. Um, I'm just trying to think of like something that's like '90s. That's teen. very nice. So. I did spend like two or three hours of my life watching early seasons Friends yesterday, and I got okay, a little nostalgic okay. about that. Where I was like, the thing that really spoke to me was the the relationship between Chandler and Janice in the early years. Where okay. like I really kind of get feeling like, oh, I might end up alone, and I don't want that to happen. And I don't really like you, but we get along. And like, yeah, yeah part of me is like attracted to how damaged and fucked up you are, fucked up you are, and how much you annoy me. It, like I like mm. that starts cycling through my head. I was like, Question, wow, really just out of curiosity, though, was that guy just trolling you about Sierra Nevada, or do they actually drink? No, the, he in fact drinks Anchor as well. Really? Yeah. Um, there is some Twitter evidence to suggest that's true. That is fascinating. Uh, that they drink like what would have at the time been considered like H core craft beer in oh. New York, like oh, hardcore in the nineties. Okay, um, okay. So like, but as so it was Paul, like product placement. Um, but not even because they would have been like an nobody would have ever known about. Yeah, them. you wouldn't know. You wouldn't have huh. known. Like they wouldn't breach the mainstream. That'd be like, like um, I'm trying to think of a good compare. It'd be like when Metallica still only traded cassettes from live shows. Like this is something mm-hmm. that like people know Sierra Nevada now and Anchor now, mm-hmm. but in like 1995, yeah, like, you wouldn't. That you would, would have to be really tapped into the beer scene to have any idea these things even existed. So someone was obviously. Yeah, yeah, someone on the writing staff, I would assume. <laughs> No, someone in the prop department. Yeah, sorry. Uh, um, theater kid chiming in. Here. I mean, it, it could it, it could have been the writing people because they could have put it in the script. Like they are the drinking this, and if they're not drinking this, <laughs> I will fired. leave. Well, yeah. what 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 hit me about it last night was the fashion of it all. Like okay. uh, the the fact that those people are supposed to be the hippest of the hip. Like they're supposed to be like the coolest people, and they wear the most ridiculous shit. Like yeah, 90s 90s fashions was, were yeah, bad. very Leather interesting for time. Days <laughs> and those high waisted jeans that came up to like their belly button. Oh, that's back. Well, that's back. One hundred percent has oh, been yeah. back for really? like a while. Really? Oh, Parachute yeah. pants came back a couple oh, years ago, man. God, I was well, walking. No, those cool pants now are like the very, very dropped <clears throat> middle part where it's like oh, yeah. at your knees. I'm like, what is that? Circa two years ago, I was walking down the far end of White Ave and I saw three young women walking down the street in parachute pants, like straight out of oh. can't touch this. And I was like, because that is just like really wide leg. Oh yeah, those are totally in. Okay, oh, yeah. so I'm 100%. old enough. I am old enough to remember one. Like MC Hammer was the shit, and I can't believe that ever came back. What I'm waiting for is those like giant. Ray I think those are more seventies though. No, no, those were eighties. That sure. that was like eight, 1987 to like 1993. Uh, I'm reading for those okay. huge ass raver bell bottoms to come back, like those tapered jeans. Oh yeah, that would like span out. To, I like, mean, those are back in those scenes. Like no one stopped wearing those. Fair enough. <laughs> Sometimes <laughs> that didn't go away. Just, <laughs> no, it, just, it totally didn't go noticing. away. You just have to like go to a rave. <laughs> there is a reason uh, that I describe myself as a young grandpa on my Twitter profile because, like, aside from the jeans, what I'm wearing right now would be fine pretty much any time. I'm wearing a button up plaid shirt and jeans like i mean that's normal 
low. Yeah. That's like normal clothes for now for yeah. like someone your age now. But it I know so many people dress like that. It would have been appropriate like thirty years ago for some. I was expecting more of like like a knitted sweater with elbow pads. Well, this is the middle of the summertime. You have to see me in the wintertime. Oh, okay, fair enough. I am all about that hashtag I cardigan life. The same way. Yeah. <clears throat> I was sweating very badly today. Yeah, me too. <laughs> I had to change shirts because I forgot a part, and we had to run back to my place. <laughs> we forgot a part. Sorry, I forgot a part. I haven't slept I mean, in like five days. I forgot it the first time, but... <laughs> yeah, where am I? Why do I keep a fucking <laughs> right, apologizing? go fuck yourself. Um, I'm using my go fuck yourself this episode on Matt. You you got to pay 10 bucks a month for that shit. <clears throat> I, I provide alcohol and hosting space most of the time. Uh, you still got to pay Alcohol sometimes, hosting space most of the time. But the rules are that you Patreon $10. Yeah. You gotta, you can, like, some people might not take the tier. They might just want to give us $10. Are, is there other ones? Like, if you give $100, you get a the photo of Usher tier, in your room? The highest tier is 50 and you, you realize that we're going to have to give and you get a, and Shane a fuck a, off. A life-size standee of Usher in your room. <laughs> Showing his abs. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we're going to get some shirts made at some point. Eventually, Of yeah. Usher. Showing uh, his abs. Exactly. <laughs> it's just like, it's like those joke shirts where it looks like you're take, pulling up right, your shirt and there's not. abs there. Yeah. It's like the next level of meta from those like painted on like yeah. beach body tuxedo I think it's pretty safe to say that neither Matt nor I have abs at the moment neither do I it's okay uh, Sapphire thank you so much for joining us today. <laughs> you're this, welcome you were a fucking natural like you <laughs> did an hour and 15 minutes that was pretty I didn't great. even notice I didn't know we were right? recording for the first 20 minutes I started thinking about like oh my god did I say anything weird <laughs> Yeah, uh, we're just going to turn the mics off and let yeah, you talk for a while exactly. and then never invite you back. I mean, um, I could, yeah. Do, do you, uh, <laughs> we, we usually like to close out by recommending something that we've been listening to or reading or oh. in, engaged in in some way. Do you, do you have something on deck? Do you want us to like hmm. go first? And well. We can give you a minute to ponder if you want. <laughs> what have I been listening to? That's good. I listen to a lot of shit and I'm not going to recommend it. I mean, I guess I'm going to recommend the Portugal, the man album that mm-hmm. they have done so well. Um, this past couple years, they blew up. Um, it's called Woodstock. It has a picture of a burning car on the front. If you're looking for it. <laughs> um, but every single one of their albums is just so good. So. The first one is that that one specifically is great. The one before that is also good. I, I yeah. Everything is good. Nice. Their first one is good. Church miles. You need to go next. Cause I, I completely forgot we do this on this show. You're fucking here every time. We Paul. did last time Jesus. we recorded. Man, we that's did a, so that's pretty only... stressful to like have to re- recommend something new. I'll be like, I'm still listening to the same thing. We I'm... did two. We did two last time. And you asked me specifically, you drunk bastard. <laughs> I haven't slept left in like four days uh my one of my favorite podcasts you must remember this is back and it's all about um so she uh, the podcast is hosted by Blue and karina longworth uh, and it's like the uh little known or forgotten history of hollywood's first century so like 1900 to 2000. i'm so in it um so this season she does like a lot of seasons uh like she did an uh, a season of dead blonde so like Marilyn Monroe et cetera et cetera That's so cool. Uh, oh yeah it, uh, she This she, is like my shit this sounds like my shit She's done multiple episodes on the many loves of Howard Hughes uh I think you we've must talked re- about that You <laughs> must remember this uh Wow that that's the name awesome. of the podcast The current one is about uh fact checking the uh fuck I can't remember the name Anger's book uh, Hollywood Babylon 
So like taking the stories of Hollywood Babylon oh. and kind of like talking about, oh man, it's good. So it's about fake news essentially, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, yeah. Which is great. So uh, I learned that in the 20s and 30s, I think like th- like after the First World War or whatever, there was fake news, but they called it something else like... Yellow ho- journalism. Horror? No, it was no? like horror... Not horror stories. It was like something like that where it's like... Or like tragedies, something tragedies. Oh, I can't remember. I learned about it in English, but... Um, it was basically, yeah, like they would release news about like horrible things that weren't actually happening or something to like get people involved. I don't know. It was very it's all weird. for the clicks, clicks and views. No likes and shares that didn't exist. Yeah, I'm getting the dirtiest of looks <laughs> from both of you. It's your fucking turn, man. Go. Okay. Uh, uh, Cardi B. Couple of books. You fuck off. <laughs> couple of books that I've read recently, but I think since we were talking about conspiracies and whatnot for a while, I'll go yes. with um, the Illuminatus trilogy, which is not recent. This was written in, I think, 75 or published as a, like a in three volumes that usually comes as an omnibus. Um, but while it's been kind of forgotten outside of people that enjoy like off kilter, surrealist science fiction fantasy shit, uh, which is hi, that's me. Mm-hmm. Uh they were actually responsible for reintroducing the idea of the Illuminati as being like the, the big conspiracy. And if you ever heard of the the 23 um, thing where like the number 23 shows up all the time, that's from that too. Really? Because I had that as a kid and I never knew that it was like, like until the movie, the number 23 came out, that was part of my 23 thing. Like when I was growing up, this book, um, Oh, it sounds like it weird as hell. But, um, yeah, so that they basically like just toss together a pastiche of like every conspiracy theory that they could come up with, and then Matt and I were talking about this pre-recording, but uh, also a really brutal, entirely unsubtle critique of Atlas Shrugged. Like, uh, it was I which forget, is always welcome. By I forget the actual title of <laughs> it, but I know it was Telemachus something, which is a figure from same, similar era yeah. in Greek mythology, uh, yeah. and like the main character of this was like Jim Gilt instead of John Gall Galt or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, it was it was actually a source for a lot of what ended up kind of permeating pop culture's conspiracy theories since then. Um, That's so cool. Even if a lot of people these days don't really know it, and it's definitely not for most people because it's it's for me. It's pretty it probably non-linear. says dedicated to Sapphire on the front it's page. Like <laughs> it does, doesn't it? Non-linear and it jumps perspectives constantly, and it's kind of a mishmash. But like, if you enjoy that kind of book, if you enjoy like. Uh, Faulkner, Sound and the Fury, or yes. Ulysses, or yes. Thomas Pynchon, which yes. is why I was going to recommend this to you. <laughs> then check it out because it's cool as hell. Nice, nice, awesome. Um, plugs. So lots of things to cover now. Uh, mm. We have a Patreon page. This has been Drink This Podcast. Thank you so much for listening. Um, if you've enjoyed what you've been listening to, we have a Patreon page where, for as little as a dollar, a uh, dollar a month, you can Canadian. Yeah. Exactly. You can have access to some pretty sweet bonus content where we drunkenly talk about Fallout. <laughs> uh, we might, we might some, do a thing with the new one. And some other stuff, maybe. You can have know. me on again, and we could drunkenly talk about Fallout Boy. Perfect. There you go. Because <laughs> um, then we can tie in The Simpsons. Head on over to yeah, patreon.com slash sdstudios, and you can see all our reward tiers there. There's some fun stuff. Check it out. Throw in a little jingle if you feel so inclined. You can contact the show Uh on all social media we're a part of at Drink This Pod. If you can't find that, it's because we don't use it. Mm-hmm. Um, you can also email us drinkthispod at gmail.com or you can uh, check out our website drinkthispod.com where you can also see the other Screaming Doction Studios shows, the Alberta Crafter Guidecast, and 30 Years of Dough. Um, I have been Matt. You can find me at Slickspot on Twitter and Instagram. I've been Paul. If you can find me on social media, it's at Igor Zerubo. 
Uh, I'm Sapphire. Um, I don't you don't know. have to share anything. Yeah, you don't have to put anything you don't want to. No, well, no, my Instagram is hauntling. H A V N T L I N G. Perfect. Um, this has been Drink This Podcast. Until next time, I've been Matt. I've been Bob. I'm Sapphire. And we will drink with you again soon. Au revoir.